You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Good evening. Forgive my absence. The reason for it is another effort to have killed me in the hospital. I'm not going to go over it. I'm not angry. That person is going to suffer. Not from me. It says in the scripture, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. There were three other times that I was in hospital that I avoid being murdered. I'm going to write a book one day, if I live long enough, for you to understand what's happening. I just want you to know, since I'm on the subject, that we found a person, and apparently this is all over the country, but I just, it was, it's terrifying. Come to think it, when you go to hospital, they want to help you. But I remember many years ago, I remember this, many, many years ago, I don't know the name, it must be 20, 30 years ago, that a person was in the hospital and alive. But she couldn't be cured. But she was alive. In, but alive is always has fruitful uh, possibility of fruitful survival. Nobody knows. But I remember, and I'm going to bring it back to this day, what we have discovered also for somebody else that is in a hospital, and they t- took all the food away and water, and waiting for them for dying. Well, we got hold of that. That's a member of my Foundation of Human Understanding who comes every week, or I haven't seen them for a while. But she's just, she's broken. And they're taking her off food and water to get her to die. That was an outrage. But I find that it's happening all over the country. Not that I suggested it before, but it came to my doorstep. And so we got her out of hospice. And she's horribly weak. Uh, You have no idea what she looks like, but we have hope. So we got the parent. See, what happens in in the olden days, what I mentioned about that the husband, I'm going back in time now to maybe 30 years ago, the one I I opened the program with, and the lady that I mentioned that was full of life, but there's no cure for it. And to me, I always think there could be a cure one day. Leave Leave her where she is. But in that case, I remember, maybe you can remember it, that the husband of this woman decided that it was okay to let her die. That's, that's what the, the doctor suggested, let her die. And so what? She, she was strong and healthy in a manner of speaking, but she wasn't up to standard, so to speak. And so... Now, a member of the family wanted to keep her. A member of the family wanted to take care of her, hopefully, 
with good reason, that she might come around and have life. But I remember that the husband decided she should die. The husband, the kind of person you can divorce, said, build the, build the coffin, let her die. And policemen surrounded her, and they didn't give her water or food, and she died. That's murder, because a member of the family would want to keep her. I want you to know this is going on all over the country. I never known, never realized how, how horrible it is. And I found, oh, I discovered that there's a person that is on um, hospice. You know what hospice is, I suppose. And that hospice is the same thing. They keep, keep her from water and nourishment and let her die. And so what did I do with a, with a person that agreed with me? We got her out of hospice. We talked to the husband and made him a man because he was building a coffin already to get rid of her. What kind of soul is that? But, please God, we are fighting for her. We moved her into another hospital, and they couldn't refuse it. And she's just, she may live, but I'm going to try to get her to live and let die, die by herself if possible. She's getting nourishment and water now. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Yes, I'm going to continue. I know many of you haven't heard that. But I was just saying that we found a woman dying in hospice. She has to be had to be a, a member of the foundation, but we've got to find out that husband was building a coffin and allowing the medical people to not to feed her or give her water so she does die, and we pick it up from there. There's a story. It's going to be a beginning because she is so weak, but she's still alive, and she says, I want to please... I want to sit. I want to. I want to live. Please, I want to live. And so we made it so we readmitted her to hospital again and take her out of hostess, I think they called it. And and we'll see what happens. But I want you to know that a person who's sick and dying always has an opportunity to die on himself while eating and drinking 
and having care. So you've got to be careful. You have to have an advocate. You must be an advocate because they're going to murder. It, I realize it's going on for, for years and years and years. People are just building coffins for the family because they can't be bothered anymore. And those who want to take care of get, have to get out of the way and let them starve to death and be thirsty till they die. I can't imagine this is America anymore. Rotten bastards. That's what I say. We're going to keep score with this one because we found this one. It probably weighed 50 pounds. And she still talks. And I talk on, I go to see her. I keep on, I will talk on the phone. I'll go see her tomorrow. But they're giving her, finally they are giving her some milk and nourishment, but only only 30%, not 100%. And we have to push him. We have to nag him. We won't let this woman die. But it's going on. I want to tell you the story now. Now I know what to tell you the story. I have... I have been in hospital um, for many years. Yes, I'm 90. I'm stronger than most ever. people are at 100. 100. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. That is silly, isn't it? But I'm very strong. And I just had to, I wish I could remember the name of it. I just had to come out of the hospital with this abscess, or I can't remember the name of it, but only... Sepsis, there it is, sepsis, and it was it was somebody who gave it to me, and I won't tell you how it's done. It's embarrassing, but it it put they poisoned my blood as a part of therapy, and I collapsed, and they worked for four hours to awaken me. That. Sepsis. How do you say that again? Sepsis, yes. I had a chance of 80% of dying. But four days later, I was on radio. I, I actually couldn't do one the other day. I apologize. But as soon as I'm strong enough, which I am, I'm going to carry on my work. But that's just recent. Now, the first time... Uh, well, let me begin the story a little bit. I have a house with a channel outside, water leads the ocean, and a boat. And I used to swim in the water, but it had filth because there's a, a, a thing, I don't know what you call it, a sewage right on the water, and it poisoned everything, and I didn't know, and I got parasite inside me that ate a piece of me. And they ate it. It took four years. The only thing I could eat was porridge. And that, that caused, caused um, what is it, the food that you, what's the name of the, the food that you eat and you get sick from eating too much food? Diabetes. 
So I didn't know I had diabetes, so I lost an eye a little bit. Uh, but I had it four years, and the only reason why I found out is because a lady I knew says, oh, you got diabetes. I said, I do. That's how it's been going. And so eventually it became a heart problem. That's right. And they took vein instead of, a, a, what's the other one beside vein? Artery, yes. It should have been an artery because... Um, uh, men have the same relationship, meaning a, 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 a similar to the breast of a woman that goes to the heart. It should have done that, but they gave me took the vein instead, and it only worked for three years, and I had a lot of trouble. And so, just just this is important. But when I was having the operation for that, which failed, and I'll tell you what it is, what happened after that, they moved me into the, a room so I can recover. And I had something in my mouth that was breathing for me. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't speak. And all of a sudden, my son Alan whisked into that room. He says, and I'm writing in this, I'm writing with my fingers. I want to say something, but I can't say it. I can't breathe. But as it would happen, fate would happen. My son, Alan, screamed into the, that, that place where, there, where I couldn't breathe. I was making the, the sound like I was writing in the air. And he says, my father is trying to say something. And she says, no, that's just, that's just Twitter that people have. That, that's what happened. No, she says, he's writing something. He's writing something in the air. He's not getting enough breath. And he screamed. He says, I'm going to call this and I'm going to call that. And eventually the doctors came down and asked what was wrong. And said, my father's writing in the air that he can't breathe. And they looked at the machine, and the doctor says, this setting is for a much smaller person. I would have died if my son hadn't run in intuitively. And there were several other things, too. Uh, but a miracle happens. Why does that miracle happen? Three years later, I had problems again. But the, the, the vein they put in my artery was the wrong thing. If you had a lot of money, they give you an artery, and that will last for a long time. They gave, me, gave it to me so I should die, to make sure when you have a heart operation, it's a vein that needs to put there, not an artery. The artery will just last so long, and then... You're dead, and they take you off the roster of, you know, so that they don't have to spend so much money. In other words, there's murder going on here, but our, that's not so much of a murder as a miracle. A doctor says to me, laying on the table, I've got good news and bad news from this operation with the vein instead of the artery. 
And he said, what do you want? What do you think? What do you want, the, what, what do you want to hear first? I said, the worst. He says, your, your, your uh, the operation failed. I said, I didn't flinch. And uh, I said, well, what's the next thing? He says, well, what's good? I said, yes. You grew new arteries. You grew them. I said, how did that happen? I'm, that was 30 years ago, or maybe up to, maybe 17, but later, I'm not quite sure. I still have that art, those arteries, which are normal, that grew by themselves. And they said, well, it happens once in a while, but they don't challenge it. I'll give you the answer to that. If you take pigs and do the same pigs and fix the pigs the same way they fix me and put them on the treadmill, they all develop new arteries. You don't know that, do you? Just doing exercise will do it. I found that out just by accident, just by that. I did my, my exercise, and that's what did it. And God, of course. How is it so far? You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. All right, so you need to know about me. So the second time of murder is I had, because I had so much medicine, and with diabetes, it was years and years and years, all I could eat was porridge, and that caused me to have the other all those other things, and especially affecting my guts, so I couldn't eat much. And I've always had that problem, and then every time they looked at me, they couldn't find what's wrong. It was just pain that affected the heart. There's nothing wrong with the heart. I still got it. My heart measurements are 110 over 60, and 55 to 60 pulse, and I'm almost 90 of all that. Now we're going to come to the latest one. Uh, another one. I haven't, this is two others. This is what's going on in hospitals. Now, the local hospital here, one of them, I won't say which one it is. I've been in there before, so they know I'm a diabetic. I don't take anything for it, and I don't trick, prick my finger and all the rest of it. I know what to do. They knew that I'm a diabetic, but the hunger I had, I hadn't eaten for 14 days because of the pressure inside me. There's nothing terribly wrong. It's just it, it affects the heart. The splenic flexure is a, 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 a bowel that goes right near the heart that turns. It's a splenic flexure, and if, if something is stuck there or something's wrong, it affects the heart and it, and it imitates heart, pro heart pressure, you know, so heart problems, but it wasn't. I, I'm, all, I'm cured of all that now, but, but listen, the, the story goes on. If you get interested in it, I've learned all these things and about how medicine works and it's not good anymore. Dangerous, very dangerous. You have to protect your lo loved one. You have to have a, um, an advocate, please, 
make sure my son was an advocate in one of these situations. So I couldn't eat for 14 days. And I said, can you give me some jello? No sugar, please. For that reason, I'm a, I, I have a problem with that. And so they put sugar in it. I ate a lot of that, that, that jelly or jello. And then I passed out. Okay. My son was there. And he said, he needs insulin. I was dying. And there was a doctor there and a, and a minister. And instead of taking care of the problem, they brought the minister in and a doctor for my last, last words. Can you believe that? Instead of my, my son, son, Mark, he says he needs a shot. What is the shot that overcomes? He needs a shot. Insulin, yes. It's such a long time ago. Insulin. They would not give me insulin. All they did was give me a doctor and a minister for my last rites. And my my son, you have, you have no idea. This happens to my wife too. Believe it or not, they almost put her in hospice, hospice and she wasn't. And she it wasn't. She, there wasn't that much wrong with her. She passed out. They had, she had right away in the hospice, but they come back to my story. And so I listened. To what, listen what happened. And so the doctors wouldn't come. My doctor didn't come. He was left alone with me. And so they wheeled me down stairs, hoping that there's doctors there, but there wasn't. And my son said to a nurse, nurse, can you give, what's the name of that stuff again? Insulin. She looked both ways. And she says, she, she actually... Uh, 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 possibly affected a, d a discharge for that, but didn't happen. And she gave a, gave the, the uh, insulin. I came round right away. I would have been dead without it. That little girl was an angel. But do you see how it is? That's murder. And you've got to be, especially me, because I'm a pretty famous person and the left doesn't like it, especially the left in this city, or whatever you call them. But either way, is dangerous stuff if they hate you. An advocate, always take an advocate. This girl didn't have an advocate. He, the, the one that we're helping had a husband ready to build up. Is going to build the coffin and let her die without food or water. Oh, my God, that's wicked. Oh, it's happening to old people everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. That's me. Old people, old me. So... Now, of course, here's the next one. 
The next one I have to hide. But there's a doctor involved. And there is a, a nurse that is involved. That's all I can tell you. And I'm not saying anymore whether it was 20 years ago or yesterday. But, it, but see, my nature is not revengeful. Uh, the doctor is decent, but the person is not. And so she did a maneuver that was very dangerous, and she introduced something, sepsis, into my blood. There was a, a simple process, that's all I can tell you, without giving it away or putting my finger on anybody. But they put something dirty inside me instead of another something that's not right. I collapsed, and it was only not long ago. And it was sepsis. And they worked on me for four hours, and I came back. And I found a way out. I was still broken. And I was able to, I understood what happened, and I was able to help myself. Had I not done so, I would have been dead by now. And that was about just a few weeks ago. And so I apologize if I was not as strong. But within, within four or five days coming home, 80, I want you to know 80% of my age die. That's how dangerous it is. it's in the blood. In the morning, I was normal. In the evening, I was almost dead. Now, I'm saying this not for you to be sorry. I survived it, and here I am. I've been through the medical system, and I'm horrified to see that it's happening everywhere. We've taken this lady... And there's hardly any, at the time we found her, she's in hospice. And she's been starving and becoming, no, there's no drinks. She's drying up. And she's about 60, 70 pounds. And she just had a cancer operation. But she's still alive. And she's squeaking. She's squeaking. <laughs> she's squeaking. coming out like that. See? Listen. It's horrible. The husband. We had to... God, thanks. God, I can't say it. We're able to turn the husband around and forget the coffin and, and discharge him, him from hospice and putting him back in the hospital. And she can't drink. She can't eat hardly. But... Slowly but surely, she's coming around. And she's about 65, 60 years old. I know who she is. You can't recognize her. She had an operation. She's bald. And you can almost lift her up with one hand. But she's still there. And I'm talking to her. And she recognizes my voice. I said, you got a drink. It goes on like that. 
and I'll keep you in touch. Please, God, she doesn't die. Because if, if the, her own husband doesn't love her, the foundation, you, I represent the foundation, I love her. And I was saying, she was listening to me, and she always wanted to hear my voice. I'm going to see her tomorrow now. But we're talking every day, and the doctors are coming in, and we're fighting them, and they have to do what I what I said needs to be done. And please God, because she's almost finished. But she needed not to have been almost finished, don't you see? We came in late. Her husband is building the box. Coffin, what the hell's going on? Oh, my God. What can I say? Yeah, here I am, though. I'm not angry. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Oh, it's there. I'm still going there. And acting like I don't know anything. I do. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. It's a leftover from Obama. Watch. Watch for your loved ones. Watch for your loved ones. Yes, please. I didn't know I was uh, talking for a whole half an hour. And I want you to please be an advocate to your family. I remember the first time I said, the first time I remember this was about 20, 30 years ago, where a, a member of the family, can you imagine uh, your daughter married to a man? And I've been going back. 20, 30 years was is all in the mo in the in the, in the in the in the in what was going on in in I can't find I'm just I'm still trying to recover from my memory of if you don't forgive me I'm doing the best I can but I do remember this in those days can you imagine your daughter married to a man and then she falls sick. And he is in charge of her. And he doesn't like her, and so gives her over to, the, to the, the hospital and to the hospice. And so over the years, they t t took care of her. They decided it was time for her to die because there was no possibility, according to them according to their ability to understand the nature of mind and body, the way I do. I'm talking about that because I understand those things and I'm not going to go into the, the depths of it now. I just want to keep you in mind, this is going on now. Imagine your daughter that you love fell ill, and mostly probably because of the, of the husband. In this case, we're talking it this way. Your husband is obviously wants to f have a divorce 
or get rid of her, and, and instead of loving her and bringing her home and doing the best you can until she dies in a proper way while you're still feeding her and not keeping her from drinking and eating, which is murder. And I remember the police. He decided, no, I don't want her to live. That's it. And they put her in hospice, hospice. And in that state, in that place, they stopped the, the water and the food. And the parents, I believe it was the parents, give me my daughter back. My daughter. We'll take her. We'll take her. Please. No. He decided he wants her to die. And so therefore the husband was in charge of that child's, that lady's life. And it could have been that the parents have her back and love her till she, hopefully, even if she doesn't, it's the right thing to do, don't you think? I remember an attempt of the family to get hold of her, and they barred her and let her dry up and have no food or water, and then she dies. It's happening all the time! Damn you all, you doctor scumbags! Listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1 800 866 8883. Yes, the office number is 800. Write it down, please, if you want to get my material to help you, help you to become better all by yourself. Understand there's a secret to health. I have found it. I'm almost 90. Just a few more months, that's all. I'm still strong. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to be on radio. Forgive me if I flitter and flutter and not quite be perfect. Like I saw myself in, in the videos 30 years ago. You go to, go to my website, not website, it's Facebook, and you can see how I... I was when I was younger, meaning 60. I, I looked like 30 but in those days. But I was saying that. I said, I said, is that me? Is that me? I'm looking at me. Uh, by the way, uh, just I'll come back to a story in a minute. I got a call. It's just a few minutes. But my, my son took a picture of me in the hospital. I didn't know I passed out. I look at that picture. Um, it was a dead person I was looking at. I said, well, that's interesting. I was, you know, I was conscious. I was looking at that picture, and it was like a spiritual experience. I looked at that picture, and I saw myself dead, almost dead. And it didn't disturb me, but it had a spiritual effect on me. Here I am looking at my body, but yet... 
I'm still alive somehow in the realm. That's how it feels. They leave your body behind, you see it. I'm sure it's like that somewhere, but I'm not going to guarantee it. See if you don't know what I mean. And so let me just give you the phone number. If you want to... So, by the way, uh, by the way, a little bit of business. It's not really business, but I decided... Uh, we've we finished the film, by the way, uh, and it's going to be um, ready in a couple of months. And I, th I think it's going to be a very interesting movie. Um, let me get back to the point. The office number is 800-877-3227, the Foundation of Human Understanding, Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. All right. And call me Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. West Coast time, at the number I gave you, 800-877-3227. All right. So now let me, see, let me say that our producer... He's, in, he's a certain young man in, in Canada. He is a, he's a member of the board. He's 28 years old, a brilliant person. And he is starting to change the foundation's um, appearance on the Internet. And it's beginning to give you for free what was, you had to pay for a long time ago or up to now. Be still and know is everything you need to overcome every problem on earth if you have a spiritual inclination. It, it will not work just by listening to it, or it won't work by... It ha you have to have a certain inclination to understand what life is all about, and looking for the answer within. Looking for, and it, so thousands, I gave out thousands and hundreds of thousands of CDs, and hundreds of thousands of soldiers, veterans, were cured. That's it. it, it I'm going to put up something on Facebook so you can see a little about what's what happened to, to my work and how it was appreciated, but why I had to hide it from the media, because the media made it difficult for me to be a real normal person that's helpful, but some kind of crazy person. And that was the best what I had to go through for 50 years or so. Anyway, um... We'll take our call now. Hello, Mark, in Los Angeles. My, I'm Roy. Yeah, hi, Roy. Yes, Roy? I'm glad you called. How are I, you? I, I'm, I'm as, as better as I sound. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have a couple tough questions and stuff that I deal with and then tell you a little bit about my daughter, too. Um, All right. I have a situation. I've been struggling with probably fear and anxiety since I was very young. I've, I've survived, you know, I guess through just being tough and grinding things out, but it, it's taken a toll on me over the years. I'm getting older. I'm at 55 now. I have a family and work, but it's very difficult to say, giving me some health problems now. And the thing that I told your producer is that I struggle uh, is... Hold, hold, hold it, hold it, just for a second. What is the name of, 
of your sickness? What is the name? Uh, you have a, do you have a name uh, for it? Uh, it's like a stomach, yeah, it's called irritable bowel syndrome, where my stomach gets uh, very, it's like they don't have anything really wrong with it. They can't figure well, it I, out. I, I, had, I had that. I, you have a pain in the side where near your heart, and it's very, very yes. painful. Yes. And it affects your blood yes. pressure, does it? Yes. I get it. Yes, you you it got does. the same thing as I have. It's nothing. It's only gas. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Because, but what uh, it comes on uh, is what I'm may, 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 may I suggest that you use, to start with, um, gas X. That's how simple oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and gas X. Okay, and I could do. And there's another one called, uh, I'll have to look at it tomorrow. I'll, right. Uh, tomorrow's Saturday, isn't it? But that one, that yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know. Tomorrow is uh, Friday. Yeah, uh, is tomorrow Friday? Yeah. I, okay. Friday. Okay. So I'll do my program tomorrow. And <laughs> and uh, the, so, yeah. So my my struggle is is I fight with you know when I get into I go through these ups and down cycles where I'm okay for a while, then I get very depressed, and then I'm okay for a while, and then. I'm anxious. Uh, uh, let me I'm ask you a question. Anxious. Let me ask answer your question. Are you also um, constipated? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of the problem. Yeah. I, I, I will recommend you. I will recommend you not to a doctor, but to a person. But his name is Doctor Schultz. In, in oh, well, how do you what's the, how do you say that again? What's the last do, name? Doctor Schultz. But there's another doctor uh-huh. Schultz that has different, a different uh, sub substance of what he sells. I'll have to give you that tomorrow. I'll have to give you that tomorrow. Okay. Because he okay. he uses he uses things gathered from nature, and it works. Ah, uh, got it. It's the poison. Yeah. I know that you've been taking medicine, and and all this medicine messes you up so you can never have or possibly never have proper again. digestive yeah yeah, that's yeah right. i'm taking certain yeah i take certain drugs not too much for the anxiety but i try not to take too much but that's probably affecting the whole system too. now now we come to the anxiety is the struggle to fix yourself to get upset with yourself and yeah. may i su- may i suggest that you suffer without being upset. Here is a key. Uh, I, I want to bring Jesus into it, if you don't mind. No, I do not. No. All right. Do you think Jesus numbed himself when he was being degraded mentally, emotionally, and having, and, and, and having nails in his, in his hands and feet? And, no, no, he was not. But can you imagine the pain? Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think Jesus was angry at, at his pain and the people that was degrading him? What was his attitude? I can tell you because I've been through it. I can feel pain and not resent it. 
That is what makes you strong. Whatever it is, whatever people do to you, whatever they do to you, I have a story. I like this story. Do you mind if I tell it to you? No, you can't. I I okay. am a veteran. I'm a, a, American. I'm not. I'm in America. I'm not American. A veteran. I'm an English veteran. The Royal Sussex Regiment in World War Two. And uh, oh dear, I was going to tell you a story. Now I can't that's tell okay. you. But I forgot. I forgot it. That that's what's wrong with me right well, now. Memory. Memory. Yeah, you're getting. You're up there. Right. You're what? You're ninety now, right? 90? Yeah. But no. But it's only because. I'm just recovering. Right, you weren't feeling well okay. for a while. But I, I have, to, I have to be on radio. I can't stop. I've got to do it. And sometimes I have a good program, and sometimes I don't. Right. Oh, that's right. Thank you. So, my producer, no, so my producer saying... made my no, my producer made my point. He actually whispered in my ear, and I appreciate it. I was talking about pain. I was talking about pain, and I said. How bad do you think Jesus felt in torture? It, it, not only in torture with the body, but mind, to degrade him and it, leer him and call him all kinds of horrible things uh, that were just, uh, that you couldn't stand. And, but this right. is what, I'm going to ask you the question. Did he get upset with his problem of pain like you did? What do you no, think? He probably did. I would say no, he did not. But I know with me, I do because even though I, 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 I know, uh, but you need to find what he. D you need to find the way to what he did. And I'll put it in the simple words: Don't hate the hurter. Don't hate the hurt that the hurter gave you. Got it. And and, and this Which is what he my... said. Which would be uh, my parents, most likely, and then. But, but, but what? You, so, but what is happening then? According to what you just said, you made the, my point that you hate your father and your mother. And, and so you have to look at it. You have to look at it as a Jesus person. In other words, you have to see that your father and mother did not know what they were doing. It looked like they were doing it purposely and getting pleasure, but there was a dark side in them, and every parent has the same problem with every child. It's a rare for it to be otherwise. And that's the reason why we have 800, I mean 80% of divorces, and the children are broken. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah, it makes sense. And so yeah. the last thing Jesus cried out, this was important. This is important. And he says, I hope to have memory. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Uh, do you understand that? And now I'll say yeah, it again. Know, I, 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 no, I'll say it again differently. And. Because if you you talk over me, I'll forget it, see? Justice is mine, saith the Lord. I will pay back. You need to understand to let your family go.
uh, do you understand where I'm go uh, trying to lead you here? I yeah, have no, learned. I, I have learned that every pain and suffering I went through, every cruelty to kill me, as I just explained a few moments ago, I never hated the hurter, and I didn't realize what Jesus said to just recently, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And if they do know what they do, all the more reason you let it go. In other words, you listen to the hurt. You listen to the, the cruelty that comes back automatically just when you think of them but they still exist in your head, even though they're in the ground. You're connected to them in the ground. And you must not do that because you never find the kingdom of heaven on earth. Okay, I see, I understand. So is that the struggle that I don't want to sit with when I'm trying to meditate, the pain that I, because there's pain tied to that, and then I don't want to deal with it, I want to take care of it, fix it, get rid of it. But you can't. You only make yourself worse, and you, you will make yourself exactly. worse, and you will die from it. You will make us. Uh, do you understand? You, you you're not God, and you did not create yourself, and you don't know how a tittle of yourself works. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Got it. You don't know any part of your body, and doctors really don't know. They just do the best they can. Right. And do more harm and do more harm than good. And if if they do good, it's it's it, the value of that is to help the person to live longer, but not to live wronger. In other words, it's okay to have a doctor that is able to keep you alive long enough to see what an idiot you are, to trying to struggle and fix yourself, but he can't fix you only long enough to, for you to fix yourself. No. And if. You talk, but you continue to thing. fix yourself, you only make yourself worse. And you will kill yeah. yourself. But the spirit in you will kill you, will, will trick you into doing that. Because you don't have any faith that exists a light within you. And that's what you should look for, be still and know. The light that comes into you and it helps you to suffer. Help you to suffer without hating the origin of the hurt. Oh, the program number is, if you want to get a copy, I'm not in the best of form, but I can tell it myself. Uh, the program number is 9044. 9044. I wanted to continue now because I forgot to, to finish my point. And that is Mark Titus, if he's listening, is going to rebuild the internet, the, 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 the system on the internet I have, fhu.com. You can find it if you want to. And we're beginning what I promised, that the most important thing that could save your life is something I call Be Still and Know. And it's on, 
you can get it on a on a, a CD. I recommend that you don't spend any money. You just go. We're going to have that within a week or two. Watch, wait for a week or two, uh, maybe a month, and you will be able to get the most important thing I've ever made is be still and know. Meaning, as I call that, be still and know I am God and you ain't. Uh, all I do is, all this happens, it lasts, it's about 45 minutes, and if you spend that 45 minutes uh, to begin with twice a day, after a little while, your problem, after a week or two, it may be right away. Uh, all of your problems begin to melt away. And you, you immediately, immediately you'll feel Nothing. In other words, you have all the pain still, perhaps, but you don't have any feelings. You know why? Because it's the emotions that are killing you. And God has taken away those emotions, allowing you to become better in his way. Because within that frame of reference, where the truth, the light within you, is the truth. It's all the truth and nothing but the truth, but you can't. You can't understand the truth. It gives you the understanding moment by moment. And the first thing you do is the connection. If you don't get the connection, you cannot grow from him. You can't, you're growing from God. You're not growing from the world you live in. You're not, you're not manipulated and brainwashed into being this or that. Whatever it is. Anything that m motivates you. Even the, the implant, the imprint of what's happened to you. Remember, you have an imprint. The imprint exists even though your father and mother are dead in the grave. If you just think of him and her and cruelty and get angry with them in your heart, blaming on him and thinking that anger is cure and pushes them away, no. It does just the opposite. Do you understand, Mark? Yes, I do. All right. Well, I do push them away because of the anger and the hurt, yes. I, do. I know, but you need to... Anger will kill you. Resentment mm -hmm. is mine. Or judgment. Resentment. Look right. at that word, resentment. Resentment right. or judgment as better. But it's the same thing. Resentment is mine, saith the Lord. I will, pill, I will, I will uh, cure you. I can't find. So is that way. is that that part of me that wants to hold on to all this, avoiding pushing me away from doing the meditation? Then avoiding I, well, the meditation. In in other words, if you read the scripture, it's called "Be still and know," but nobody knows what it means. Right. I do. I do. I can. I will reconnect you. You came into the world. Here, this is my expertise. I don't have to think of this mu that much. You, when you come into Got the it. world, you inherit. Excuse the expression, but I'm going to shock the women. You tend to marry the bitch of your mother, that your father. Oh yeah. That's son true. of a bitch, son of a true. bitch, couldn't fit, couldn't yep. deal with, and yep. that uh, that uh, that 
is the injustice that you came into. So I say you come into the world, that world is your stupid mother and your stupid father, because there's so many of them. You can't count them anymore. You can't find hardly a good one right. anymore. Okay. Right. Remember. So I should, are you are you doing a so you're making a new uh, a no no I'm, I'm giving you what is working to help thousands of soldiers at least right at the forty five minute one okay mm-hmm. it's about forty five minutes but it's beautiful okay. now if you want to start Do that on twice something a day. yes but if you want to start something real quick and free but the first free one. And pretty soon we're going to, everything, everything I have is going to be free. And the only pe- people who are, I know that people are gracious, and the people who have money and gracious, they send it, they automatically send a donation. But if you can't afford it, I want the world to have it, even if they can't afford anything. Because that is the way we can stop wars and diseases, because it's so simple. All we need is to be reconnected to God and that meditation, which is antidoteforall.com, or the seven-minute meditation. That will do it just like that, if you're ready. Work with the 45-minute one I connect you to what made the world and made Adam and Eve. Got it. Okay. I'm going to work and, and, on that, and then I will call you back and keep you posted but on remember, what's going on with me. Remember, I need that support. I, I know, but I just want to say, when I, I didn't finish the Adam and Eve, because Eve was meant, of course. It wasn't that God didn't know what was going to happen. He needed this. He needed this. This uh, this play a play of uh, this game, but. He understood that Eve was going to take down Adam and disconnect him. And so, because you have done this thing, he says, so shall you become bonded to the woman and become one flesh. And men have to find now not to look to his wife for love or pleasure or anyone else with pleasure of any kind. Oh, I didn't realize her, how quickly the time went. Good Lord, I must be coming, getting better. I'm going to be doing this if you let me and support my program a little bit until we are able, able to give everything away. And here it is right now. It is, I, perhaps it's just Post Office Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. That is a nice way to send a check. Or the office is 800-877-3227. Please call. After a while, we won't need to ask you this because all it would be free. And people who love what they what they experience want others to enjoy it. They give them the blessing they were blessed with. 